Hi, y'all. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my podcast of Rooted. I am so excited to have y'all here today. Today is kind of going to be a refresh on what this podcast is about and especially the title of it. The title Rooted is a very deep meaning and Jesus uses it a lot when he was on earth. He talked a lot about seeds, farming, rooted plants, all things like that. And I kind of just wanted to talk about the purpose of why I named this podcast Rooted. And so I'm going to be using a lot of uh, farming analogies and a lot of parables from the Bible about being rooted. I'm probably going to say that word a million times, but you know, just stick with me here. I am so excited to talk about this today and kind of just a light refresher and then also wanting to explain how you can know if you are rooted in Christ or maybe there are certain aspects of your life that are rooted in the world that you maybe need to recognize. And so we're going to be talking about all things rooted today. And so with that being said, let's get on into it. So uh, the first thing that I am going to say today is that I was going back and forth with the podcast name for a long time. I think that when I decided that I was going to do a podcast, I really wanted the name to hit and I wanted something easy to remember. And so I was talking to a few people I had a few funny ones that I was like, maybe I can do this and make it a little lighthearted. But I knew the subjects that I was going to be talking about were a little aggressive. So I was like, okay, so it can't be too funny and it needs to needs to be impactful and easy to remember, easy to spell. And uh, so I was thinking maybe like deep end or deep waters or called out was one that I was going through. I just had a few that I was kind of like, um, uh, you know, going back and forth between one of them was called Out of the Shadows and another one was called Out of the Shallows. And so just the idea of coming out of the light and being set apart and going into deeper waters and going into what the Lord has for us. And so funny enough, I actually bought a shirt from my sister that said rooted on it. And uh, I didn't, I have no idea where the shirt came from, actually. Uh, I think it might have been something she got from like Goodwill or something. And I loved the shirt and I wore it all the time. And it's just like a basic black shirt and it was just really oversized and it was just super comfy. So I would wear it all the time. And I was praying one day and I was talking with a few friends. I was like, my podcast is coming out next week and I don't have a name for it. And I looked at my shirt and I was like, rooted. I was like, that is such a good name. And I looked up, there were a few other podcasts named rooted, but there were not a lot. It's easy to spell. It makes sense. And it's talked about being rooted in the Bible so often. So that is how my podcast got its name. I absolutely love it. Uh, I Love that it's easy to spell because I'm the worst speller ever. I can talk all day long and I don't have the best grammar. I'm assuming y'all have picked up on that by now, but that is how my podcast got its name. And I 
love it. And we do have merch and it's rooted merch and I have it linked in uh, my Instagram bio and my TikTok bio. It does take a little long to get to your house because uh, we are coming off of the holiday season still. So a lot of businesses are still trying to, you know, gain their bearings again. But it is uh, possible for you to wear rooted merch. But that wasn't the purpose of me building this podcast. And I'm so grateful that the Lord has blessed me with this. And I have been so inspired by the testimonies and the amount of support that I've gotten. The Lord has absolutely blown my mind when it comes to this podcast. And I'm so incredibly blessed. And I just want to thank all of you so much for listening. And the people that are subscribed, just thank you so much. Like, y'all have no idea how much it's meant to me for all of you to be listening week after week and sharing with your friends and posting about it. And it has meant the world to me. So I just want to say thank you. Now that we got that kind of out of the way, I really wanted y'all to have a understanding of where Rooted came from and kind of what we were about. And uh, so that is why I am taking a break from the big topics to talk about this and what it means to be rooted. One of the top questions I get is, Kennedy, how do I know that I'm rooted? And I don't have a perfect answer for you, but I will tell you how I learned recently, actually, that I was not rooted as well as I thought I was, which is normally the case. I am very confident. I'm confident, not cocky about it, because I have a humble understanding. I try to have a humble understanding. That sounds really self-centered when I say that, but I try to have an understanding about things that I can take in and things that I deal with daily and I try to be rooted in uh, my biblical beliefs and what the Bible says about my life and what I should be doing. And what I really realized was that I was only rooted to uh, the Bible whenever it was convenient for me. So I was wondering why my life was going up in flames when these things were happening to me. I'll give you an example is I uh, had a situation with someone that I was accused of doing something and I I did it, but I didn't do it maliciously and I wasn't like, I didn't have ill intentions in the situation and I was being treated like I had ill intentions And so it really messed with my head. And so then I started responding with anger and retaliation and gossiping. And I was speaking things over this particular friend and I should not have been speaking those things over them. And I always thought that I was rooted in Christ and I always thought that you know, I had a good level head when it came to stuff like this. And then I was confused why my heart was unsettled, but I was responding out of anger. I was responding out of things that were not of the Bible. The Bible tells us we need to have the fruits of the Holy Spirit and we need to respond with love and patience and kindness and understanding 
understanding isn't one, but understanding and self-control and all of those things. And I wasn't responding with any of those. And then I was confused why I was so heartbroken and wasn't feeling Jesus and wasn't feeling God. And it just, it just really stressed me out. And I was really stressed out during the time. And then I realized, and I started replacing my feelings with faith. And I started taking away my angry feelings and replacing it with love and self-control and patience and kindness, even when I didn't want to. And even when I was being treated wrong, I still tried my best. I obviously was not perfect, but I still tried my absolute best to live how God tells us to live. And in Ephesians 3.17, it says, so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, and I pray that you'll be rooted and established in love. God wants us to be rooted. The thing about that word rooted is not only do your roots have to be deep in the soil in order for you to grow, but it has to be good soil around you. You have to have a good environment and you have to have a good, and that is what makes a good plant. That is what makes good fruit and growth. And I know I talked about this in the first episode, which feels like forever ago, but you have to be rooted in Christ. And Here's the thing I was talking about with someone the other day is Jesus, when he was here on earth, hung out with sinners and he hung out with the worst of the worst and it never changed him. It just changed them. He was so rooted in what the father wanted for him that not even a bad environment could shake him. Now, we are not Jesus we do need good environments and good, we need to set ourselves up for success. You know, like we need to maybe not linger in a situation that God doesn't want for us, but our environment can be whatever we make it. And so I'm not saying that we shouldn't hang out with sinners. I'm saying we should, we should love them and we should not accept them, but we should love them and care for them and be there for them and be the example. But you should be so rooted in what Jesus tells us to do and what God tells us to do and what the Holy Spirit tells us to do and the Bible tells us to do. You should be so rooted in those things that not even the environment can shake you. And I'm telling you now that you can't do it without help from God. Because if we think that we can do it all, we think that we can be the example, you're going to get changed by the people around you that are sinners. They're going to start influencing you. When Jesus said in Matthew 9, 37, he said to the disciples that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. That statement right there is so real because There are so many people that we could be pouring into in this earth and very few people that actually do it the way that God tells us to do it. And it's straight out of the Bible. And in the next verse, it says, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Ask God to use you. Ask God how you can be more rooted in him. I was also talking to someone the other day because I was having a religious 
debate. I'm not going to call it an argument because I wasn't arguing. I was trying to understand their side and they disagreed with my side. And uh, it was about women working in the church. And I'm not going to get into that right now because there's going to be a separate episode on it. But it was about women working in the church. And this person believed that absolutely no woman should ever work in the church, like under no circumstances. And I was like, huh, like, okay, like, I don't think that that's true. And instead of uh, countering my opinion with information about what they believed, he said, well, what denomination are you? And I was like, what in the world does that have to do with what the Bible says? He was like, well, what what denomination are you? And I went to his profile and I'm not going to say what denomination he was because that's going to debunk my whole belief on denominations. But I think that denominations are just another way to divide Christians up. I felt like he was saying to me, I know the Bible better than you and it's probably your church's fault because your church is probably wrong because I know it and you don't. That's what I, that's like what I felt. And I was like, what in the, what? Like, what does denomination have to do with it? Like, what? Because I was voicing my beliefs straight out of the Bible and he was voicing his beliefs on what his pastor had told him. I'm going to tell y'all right now, don't let anyone read the Bible for you. I don't care what denomination you are. I don't care. Da, 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 da. I don't care about any of that. Don't let your pastor or your church or your friend, don't let them read the Bible for you. I hope that all of you are pulling up passages about the stuff I talk about to hold me accountable. And I hope that this isn't your only form of biblical food. I hope you're getting it straight out of the Bible because that's where I had gotten my beliefs about what we were talking about. And he had gotten his from what his pastor had told him. But all that to say, when you wrap up this whole thing that I've been talking about is you understand how rooted you really are when you respond to hard situations. And uh, sometimes I'm really good at it and sometimes I'm not good at it at all. I still am definitely working on it, but you can start your journey whenever, you know, you run into a tough situation in life and how you respond to that is going to show you where you're at in your spiritual walk. And so, yeah, that's the answer to that question. But moving on, I am going to talk a little bit about Matthew chapter 13. When Jesus tells the parable about the seeds, it tells us that the ones that fell off of the path and into the rocks because they have no root, they will only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes into their world, they will quickly fall away. That is terrifying, but it's true. And just like I said about, you know, you're going to find out how rooted you are when that bad situation comes, when persecution and trials and tribulations come, you're going to find out how rooted you are. And the next verse says, but the seeds falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. And I'm going to add this little part in and applies it. It doesn't say that in the Bible. It doesn't say and applies it, but I 
am just going to tell you, apply what the Bible says to your life. That is a key source in how to be rooted. It starts back up and says, this is the one who produces a crop yielding hundreds, sixty, or 30 times what was sown. Please, 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 please. If you are to do anything, read the Bible, understand it, and apply it. And understanding it is the hard part for me because the amount of people I have to call up asking questions because the Bible is so confusing. Don't even get me started on the King James Version. Like, I just, I just can't even. I, I just can't, I just can't do it. One of these days, I will be able to do it, but I don't think that that is going to be anytime soon. In another chapter of Matthew, it talks about how a farmer went out and sowed a bunch of seeds, and then another person came in behind him at night and scattered weeds among the good seeds. And the servants asked the farmer if he wanted them to go get the weeds out uh, in between the good seeds. And the farmer said no, because wait till harvest day so that you don't accidentally pull up the good seeds and uh, we can just pull it all out together and then we'll burn the weeds and uh, keep the good seeds. And Jesus explains to us that that is how the world works. It says in this chapter, the one who sowed the good seeds is the son of man. The field is the world and the good seeds stand for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one. The enemy who sows the weeds is the devil. The harvest is the end of age and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulling off and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The son of man will send out his angels and they will weed out his kingdom. Everything causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into a blazing furnace with the weeping and gnashing of teeth. The righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of the father. Whoever has ears, let him hear. That whole parable is kind of scary because it obviously just talks about a lot of scary things in that. And so really try to figure out, you know, like, what can you be doing better in your spiritual walk with the Lord? And are you rooted? How do you respond to hard situations? How do you respond to persecution? How do you respond to hate comments? How do you respond to that person gossiping about you? How do you respond to being fired? How do you respond to that person who broke up with you? How do you respond to all of these things? You need to, and so do I, we all need to take a hint and understand from what Jesus was doing on this earth and try to be like him, try to live like him, try to respond the way that he responded to things. And not only did he not respond, he did his best to make sure that the people who loved him also didn't respond on behalf of him. Don't let people sin on your behalf. I uh, used to have my friends fight my battles for me that I didn't want to fight. And that is just as bad. Don't have your friends fight your battles, you know? Let God fight your battles and close your mouth and take a step back and love from afar. Um, I think it was the forgiveness episode. One of the episodes I was talking about how just because I forgive you doesn't mean I have to like you and doesn't mean I have to hang out with you unless the Lord has called me to that. I can love you, but 
maybe loving you means you not being in my life anymore. And maybe the best thing I can do for you and for me is to remove myself from the situation and pray for you, you know? And I know that that sounds a little condescending, but it's not. It is not condescending to say that you're going to pray for someone if you have a good heart in that. Now, I'm, I live in the South and I was told that bless your heart is condescending, but only people who didn't grow up in the South thinks that. And so I think it's kind of like the same thing. Like whenever you're kind of like, oh, I'm praying for you or whatever. I feel like people who don't get it think that that's condescending and they're allowed to think that, but they can't take away your right to pray, you know, and uh, just like they can't take away your faith. They can't take away what you believe. Stay rooted in that. And even if they try to, you should be rooted in the word. And so it shouldn't shake you. That is what I have for y'all today. I hope you have an amazing week. I am headed off again to church camp this week. And so uh, I'm not entirely sure which episode I'm going to be putting out next week, but there will be one. I hope you all have a blessed and amazing week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the pod rooted and TikTok at the podcast rooted. And uh, if you go to my Instagram, there's a link that will take you to a bunch of link trees. And we have all of our podcast streaming services on there. We have our merch store and we have a survey if you would like to go fill it out. That really helps me understand where the future of Rooted needs to go. I know that a few of you have already done it. It's like literally eight questions. It'll take you two seconds, but it just keeps me updated on how long y'all want these episodes to be. There's an opportunity to suggest some subjects. There's an opportunity for maybe to suggest some guests. I promise I'm going to get the guest stuff on here. And it kind of just helps me focus on where the future of this podcast needs to go. I love you all. I hope you have an amazing week. Bye.